Well, Mike McMahon covers the Warriors for WarriorRinkRat.com and also EagleTribune.com and the Eagle Tribune newspaper. And uh, first of all, Mike, let's talk about uh, Stefan DaCosta. Uh, what is the latest status with regard to his injury? Uh, he's still day-to-day, and I think it's going to be that way for a while. I know it's not a season-ending injury, which is obviously very good news, and good news for him especially. Uh, he was on crutches, obviously, at the game against U- uh, UNH last Saturday. Walked in front of the student section, got a pretty big standing ovation as well. I think there was even some Hobie Baker chance in there, but uh, you know, I, I know he's 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 work, trying to work through it, rehabbing as best he can, and, and uh, will obviously be on the, on the ice and sure as soon as he can. It's just going to be a matter of of when he can 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 play through whatever the injury is there, and uh, it's obviously a lower body injury, and and go from there. But I know his official status is day to day, and and they're going to determine really on a, on a game to game, week to week basis whether or not he's going to be available to play. So I think it's safe to say then he's out this weekend. Uh, well, any thoughts on when we may see him again? You know, I, I, I assume where he didn't play tonight, he would be out the whole weekend. I don't see how anything could change overnight tonight. Uh, I think next weekend is, is, again, up in the air. It's probably going to uh, uh, be determined based upon how he feels during the week, uh, how, how the body part responds. Uh, and then, you know, you've got two weekends left before the regular before the regular season ends and the playoffs begin. So uh, I'm sure he's going to want to be back for the playoffs at least. But uh, I think, you know, it's going to be a week-by-week thing, and I'm sure it's just going to be however the leg responds. I haven't seen him yet today. I don't know if he's still on crutches or not. But um, obviously it's just I'm sh- having a, a similar injury, it's, it's a day-by-day thing. And, and when you can feel the, you know, have uh, put enough pressure on it and, and don't really feel the pain or it can at least play, play through the pain, then I'm sure he'll be back out there. It seems as though uh, medical issues or questions have been the order of the day lately. As uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk about our next topic here, you had a really nice article in the paper today in the Tribune about Jordan Haywood, who not only was the Rookie of the Week last week and uh, had a goal to assist the game-winning goal against UNH, but uh, something that I don't know a lot of folks uh, knew about, the uh, blood clotting issue that he's had to deal with. Uh, pretty interesting story. I suggest that the folks go and uh, read your article at eagletribune.com or pick up a copy of the paper today, but uh, uh, tell us a little about what you found out. You know, it, it's funny because it was supposed to run last week, heading into the weekend, and, and I'm glad. At first, I was upset that it had gotten bumped because I was like, oh, you know, I had had it done, and I was like, it's a really good story, and they wanted to hold it for another week and, and preview the UNH series. And then, as it turned out, obviously, Rick of the week, he scores the overtime winner on Saturday. It ended up being great timing. So, uh, he, he's had it. I think he said he was 19 years old playing junior hockey for the Victoria Grizzlies on British Columbia when he had some trouble breathing um, about halfway through the year. And doctors really couldn't tell him why. And, and the way it turned out, he had a blood clot in his leg that had gotten so big, pieces of it had broken off and traveled into his lungs. So he had had trouble breathing. He was playing with blood clots in his lungs basically for about a month before they, I think it was a CT scan that he had to uh, show the blood clots. And, and obviously he had to stop playing hockey. And uh, for a short period, he ended up missing the rest of that year. Uh, and had to be put on some blood thinners. And, and still even today, I mean, it's an issue where he's got a monitor. And uh, he was telling me, you know, these long bus rides uh, like UMass is today. It's a little over two hours. Uh, he doesn't like to sit for more than two hours because you, know, you want to make sure your blood keeps flowing. And, and he's got to take blood thinners and sort of space them out over when he's going to be practicing or playing games. Because uh, obviously if you're on a blood thinner and, and you're having to get cut or, or uh, even even a bruise, I'm sure, you know, it, it, it intensifies the, the bleeding or bruising process. So it's one of these things where he's, he's had to, at least he knows where it is. I think from talking to him, the, the scariest part about it was at first the mystery of not knowing, hey, I'm out there in the ice and, and all of a sudden I can't breathe and I don't know why. Uh, so now that he knows where it is, he seems like he has it under control. And obviously, hey, you know, you look at the way he's played, I think he's 
I think I wrote this. You could say he's been one of the best freshman defensemen in hockey. So I think if you look around, he might be a top 10 defenseman in the league, you know, freshman or not. Uh, just the steadiness of his play in the defensive zone. He's been able to play in all three phases. Obviously, uh, he even took that top spot uh, on the top power play unit when, when the cross went down to the point. So he's been able to do a little bit of everything for head coach Mark Dennehy. And uh, I, I know Coach Dennehy talked about this as well. I mean, you talk to him and you wouldn't know you're talking to a freshman. I mean, maturity level, just, just from talking to him, uh, he sounds like a senior out there. <laughs> so it sounds like a, you know, a guy that, that, that just has a maturity level through the roof. And uh, from speaking to him, it, it seems to me anyway that, you know, this guy's a future captain of this program. You know, I remember back uh, the first game of the year against Niagara and watching him play out there, just thinking of how much poise he had. I mean, there'd be a guy coming right in on him, a lot of pressure, and he would just take the time like a senior uh, or more experienced player and, and take the time to make the right play and get the puck out of the zone or get it up to somebody. And uh, so right from the start, you're right. I mean, I remember Mark Dennehy talking early in the season about how uh, he, how he was very, he felt that he was a very mature, not only mature player, but also a you know, mature person. And I, believe, I think he's a civil engineering major, so that tells you something as well. He's a pretty smart kid. And, uh, um, you know, another thing, interesting thing that I thought was that, uh, and, and, and got reminded of this the other day, of course, he appeared on the Hockey on Campus show the other night with Bernie Corbett, and, and Bernie mentioned the guy who, who I remember back in the late 1980s, who was a pretty darn good hockey player at that time, David Quinn, who uh, had a Christmas disease, which is a, a, a similar type of, uh, of disorder, and it, it prevented him from playing. He had to stop playing, I think, for at least a year, if not more, and, and somehow they, they then medication and uh, science and so on, you know, got it to the point where, where David Quinn was able to compete on the U.S. Olympic team. So uh, you look at the way things are today, and, and maybe if this is 20 or 25 years ago, maybe Jordan Haywood can't play hockey right now, but because of things in the way that it is now, he, he can. Yeah, the advances in medicine, you know, it's funny, I was actually talking to somebody earlier in the week about Bobby Orr. I said, you know, how good would, how good would Bobby Orr have been if he had two good wheels? And I said, how good would Bobby Orr have been if they had arthroscopic surgery 30 years ago or 40 years ago? You know, here's a guy that, you know, every time he needed knee surgery, he had to have himself cut open. So the, the advances in medicine, I, I'm sure, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, I don't know if he would have been able to play. Uh, and I know one of the things last year, too, that he mentioned to me that I included in the story was um, Jed Ortmeyer, who last year played for the San Jose Sharks. I think he plays for the Iowa Chops in the AHL right now. Like he, he did, yes. Uh, has, has a similar disease. I don't know if it's exactly the same, but it, it's similar. And I think he said his mom had contacted uh, the Sharks, and, and uh, had Ortmeyer had gotten in touch with them through the Sharks. And uh, when the Sharks played the Vancouver Canucks last year out in Vancouver, uh, Jordan was able to meet with, with, with Jed, and they talked about you know you know sharing the same thing and what they have to do in terms of playing. And, and he said, you know, hey, it's one of these things where he said to me, you know, here's a guy that's, that's playing at the highest level of hockey. So you know, he said to me, you know, I know now if I want to keep playing, whether it be junior hockey or college hockey or, or beyond. Uh, that this isn't going to stop me. I'm going to be able to do it. And I think it, it, it was it was nice uh, to have that. I think from talking to him, he enjoyed having uh, a guy like that that you can talk to and, and have an example of, hey, you know, this isn't going to be unprecedented. This is something that I can do. You know what the question was that I had uh, with the whole uh, the idea of not being, you know, every two hours he's got to get up and move around and so on. What does he do at night when he has to sleep? You know, I wonder. I don't know. It, it wasn't a question that I thought to ask until now, but, you know, I, I wonder because I know one of the things that uh, a lot of people get worried about is with, is with planes, uh, flying on planes, not only for the change in altitude, but because of the fact that you could be sitting for so long. Uh, it's one of those things, I guess, just getting up and walking around, obviously, gets your, your, your blood moving and gets it going through the system, so I'm sure that helps. 
Uh, that, that's funny. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you to get to wake up every two hours and take a walk. I'm not sure. I, I, he might have to. I don't know. That, that's a very good question. All right, Mike McMahon from the Eagle Tribune, WarriorRinkRats.com, and the live blog. Thanks, Mike, as always. We'll talk to you again. All right. Thanks.